Welcome to the Pearl of Great Price podcast. It's the 13th of February and on this day in Christian history we go back to the year 1692 and we travel to Scotland and look at the infamous massacre of Glencoe where an estimated 30 members of the clan Macdonald were killed by government forces allegedly for failing to pledge allegiance to the new monarchs William III of Scotland and Mary II. In the pod of January the 23rd, we looked at how the Netherlands had broken away from Catholic Spain and became a growing geopolitical force. William III of Orange had invaded in Britain and deposed James II from the throne, the last Catholic monarch of England, Scotland and Ireland. James died in exile and was to be buried in the church of the English Benedictines in Paris. His son, the Old Pretender, had been given a residence in Rome by Pope Clement XI. A generation later, the grandson of the deposed king, Charles Edward Stuart, became known as the Young Pretender, and in popular memory as Bonnie Prince Charlie. He contested William's right to the throne, in the 1745 uprising and his eventual defeat at Culloden effectively ended the Jacobite course and his escape from Scotland after the uprising led to his portrayal as a romantic figure of heroic failure. The beautiful and remote Scottish Highlands was a place of unrest, clan loyalty and home to the Jacobite cause. The word Jacob is derived from the Latin for James, and the Jacobites believed that the Catholic James II of England, James VII of Scotland, and his Stuart descendants should be restored to the throne of Scotland and England. There were sporadic uprisings, and the Scottish government was under pressure to end it. In March 1690, the Jacobite chiefs agreed to swear allegiance in return for cash payments, but continually they delayed after receiving the money, a tactic which was proving frustrating for the Secretary of State for Scotland, Lord Sturr. He decided to make an example of one clan to provide a warning of the consequences for further delay, and the Glencoe Macdonalds were selected. The original target seemed to have been the Catholic Glengarry clan, although they were replaced by the Episcopalian Glencloe Macdonalds, possibly because they were a small clan with few friends and powerful enemies. In late January, approximately 120 men from the Earl of Argyle's regiment arrived in Glencoe from Invergarry. Highland regiments were formed first by appointing captains, who were each responsible for recruiting 60 men from his own estates. The commander was Robert Campbell of Glenlyon, a local landowner, who received his written orders from the governor in Fort William, Lieutenant Colonel John Hill. The vast majority of the soldiers in Glencoe came from areas in Argyll, and the fact that many of the soldiers were quartered amongst the Macdonalds, taking advantage of Highland hospitality, added to the infamy of what was about to happen.
Hill ordered a Colonel Hamilton to take 400 men and to block the northern exits from Glencoe at Kinlochleven. Meanwhile, another 400 men, under a Major Duncanson, would sweep northwards up the Glen, killing anyone they found, removing property and burning houses. Recent estimates put total deaths resulting from the massacre at around 30, while claims that others died of exposure have not been substantiated. Casualties would have been higher, however, whether by accident or design, Hamilton and Duncanson arrived after the killings had finished, thus allowing for more to escape. While a massacre was sadly not unique in Scottish history, it is still remembered for its brutality and has become a powerful symbol of resentment to rule from distant London. A copy of Glen Lyon's orders was apparently left in an Edinburgh coffee house and then it was smuggled to France and published in the Paris Gazette of the 12th of April 1692. The massacre was also referenced in a pamphlet by the Jacobite activist Charles Leslie and focused on King William's alleged complicity. With growing public outrage, a commission was set up to determine whether there had been a case to answer under slaughter under trust. However, the death penalty was unlikely as the inquiry was politically driven. Lord Sturr was unpopular, having changed sides after Williams of Orange's revolution. Stair was dismissed as Secretary of State, although he would return to the government in 1700 and was made an earl by the last Stuart monarch, Queen Anne. Fears of a French invasion meant that the Argyle Regiment was then posted to Brentford in England and then Flanders. The reg regiment remained there until the Nine Years' War ended in 1697 and then it was disbanded and no action was taken against those involved. Glen Lyon died in Bruges in August 1696 and Duncan was killed in Spain in May 1705. An application by the survivors for compensation was ignored and they rebuilt their houses and participated in the 1715 and the 1745 Jacobite Risings. An archaeological survey in 2019 showed that Glencoe was occupied until the Highland Clearances of the mid-18th century. Highly romanticised in songs and stories, the Jacobite Risings in reality were a much bleaker affair marked by bloody and divisive uprisings, rebellions and battles. However, maybe it could be a lesson to the current SNP government, as it appears to have been internal clan politics that led to their downfall and made them an easy target and ultimately led to the failure of their cause. That's all from the Pearl of Great Price today. If you'd like to know more about anything in today's podcast, email the show on pogppod at gmail.com 
or visit our website at www.pogp.net. And join us tomorrow when we try to get to the bottom of who was the real St. Valentine. Thanks today for Darius Kaufman for the music and have a lovely day wherever you are and thanks for listening.